Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, everybody, welcome to CXR's Expertise. I'm Chris Hoyt, president of Career Crossroads, and I am bringing to you a new segment of our podcast that, that literally sits us down for just a few moments with industry leaders to talk about lessons they've learned, uh, their biggest victories, uh, career challenges, that type of thing. Uh, the thing worth noting, of course, is that these are just about 15 minutes in duration. It is an expertise. Uh, now, as I mentioned, each of the discussions have a focused topic. These include uh, things like uh, DEI challenges, uh, retention, sourcing, leadership, uh, even ethics in recruitment. So if you're with us live, uh, we're encouraging everyone to add questions to the chat area of the broadcast uh, throughout the talk. And at the end of the segment, we'll take a question or two if we've the time, and then we'll move the rest of the conversation online to Talent Talks, uh, which is an open and public exchange on the CXR website. Then you can find that at www cxr.works slash talent talks. So I'm pleased to address today's topic uh, with industry friend and the topic is talent retention. Now that is something that during a time of challenging uh, economics and workforce planning and management is certainly top of mind for a lot of leaders. And so with me is Danielle Monahan, the VP of global talent uh, and mobility at Uber. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you. Thanks for agreeing to be a guest on this week's expertise. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. I'm happy to be here. So Danielle, what I'd like to ask you as a talent leader is, is directly related to, I think, what so many other leaders uh, are struggling with right now. And that's how to develop, retain, and even repurpose recruiting teams when recruitment hiring uh, sort of slows down dramatically or, or even grinds to a halt. So do you have, uh, do you have some words of wisdom or some, some uh, experience that you'd like to share with the group with, with regards to the topic? Yes, I, I definitely um, would love to share our experience because as you can imagine, we, we were in the thick of things and, and we're still not, not all the way out, um, particularly given the, the business that we're in, as you can imagine, the, the uh, rides business took a, a real hit for us globally with, with no end in sight. Um, yet the eats business absolutely soared and then our freight business did, did very well. And, and when COVID hit, we had a number of other businesses that we were building or we were experimenting with. Um, and the company had to make some really, really tough trade-offs and decisions on what to stop, start and continue. And nobody knew when, when this would end and I, I don't think we do still. So, so the tough decisions were made and, and it did mean that we were going to be a smaller company and that we had to conduct layoffs. And so we had to also conduct layoffs in the, the TA team. But what we knew, and of course what I know from 20 plus years of experience is um, the hiring will come back. It's very, very hard to rebuild hiring machines. If you have incredible talent, do whatever you can to keep that in incredible talent, but how do we keep them productive and, and engaged and happy in a, a time that we, we just don't know um, what the next month will bring? So, so um, what we did was we built a business case and it, with a few different hiring scenarios and, and hiring timelines, and then tried to put some direct and indirect costs to this to show um, a case for 
rebuilding TA and what it would cost us, and then and then um, what it what it would mean to productivity, and when hiring jumps back, how long it would take us to rebuild. And we took the business case to the CEO, the CFO, and and my boss, the CHRO. Uh, had some some really good discussions on trade-offs, but we walked out of there with the team being very supportive of keeping the, the talent acquisition team at the levels that we recommended. But the question and the challenge for us was, okay, now how are you going to keep your teams busy, engaged, and productive? Yeah. And so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. A, that's a huge challenge. And, 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 you know, recruiting teams, no matter what your role is on a recruiting team, recruiters and sourcers and coordinators, researchers, they want to be busy. They want to be busy. That's just the nature of, of who we are. So we did what a lot of companies do. I think we, we doubled down on our training and development. We accelerated our training roadmap very significantly. We accelerated our project roadmap and we had some big projects. Uh, we're, we're um, putting in a new ATS, we're running a CRM RFP, we're building a talent advisor and talent scout competencies and level maps, and we're building a brand new hiring approach for the entire company for Uber globally with principles and qualities called hiring the Uber way. So we accelerated that. Um, but but again, that's not really enough. So, so we, we really had to think a bit more creatively and work with our business leaders to see how we could plug recruiters in to help the business and potentially help the community. And I'd say some of the things that worked well for us was we did build and publicly, um, we published a database where our impacted employees could opt in and we made it publicly available. So we had recruiting teams working with our technical teams on that. We accelerated the rollout of our internal gig marketplace where um, we and then our other businesses that were in this gig a pilot could post opportunities for short long-term temp full-time assignments um, and that's where we really got the business involved and, and, and very excited. We, we had our recruiters work on some HR priorities that so we did. We have helped reorganize HR content and we helped the marketing team with careers website. But I think what was most exciting for the team was um, deploying our TA resources to help um, doing sales in our freight business, in, a, in our eats business, uh, of course, marketing and, and people and places. But we actually sold Twenty or thirty thousand dollars worth of, of freight business. This is from some of the recruiters. We onboarded hundreds of restaurants, and we built hundreds of menus for these restaurants as we onboarded them. And then um, externally, we also decided to get involved with um, LinkedIn's Recruiting for Good initiative, and we sourced more than eleven hundred healthcare professionals through our partnership with Trillium Health and Unity Health. Um, healthcare isn't really our area of expertise, but uh, the recruiting teams really very, very quickly, they were passionate about what we were doing and they very, very quickly learned um, how to find nurses and other frontline healthcare professionals. And then we also um, helped build a bridge with other companies that had job openings through the Accenture People Plus Connect job portal. 
so 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 that for us is um, not only did we add value to Uber in some new ways, but we actually think that this has helped give our TA teams an opportunity to experience the day-to-day -day of jobs that they typically recruit for, but they've never done previously. So it's certainly strengthened their relationship and trust with the hiring teams. I think they offer our candidates enormous insight that maybe they couldn't before and, and makes them more um, effective in their role and then gives them that unique perspective. Danielle, was there a, because we've heard some some organizations talk about uh, retraining or putting their recruiters sort of into the uh, into the organizations they've typically supported or throughout, you know, throughout the company while the hiring is on sort of a downturn or a pause. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, and, and some, a lot of them haven't because it wasn't received well, but I'm just wondering, like, when you kicked this off, this initiative, was there any apprehension from recruiters to go into the different lines of business? And if there was, did that change over time where they got a little more excited and said, hey, coach, put me in another group. Hey, coach, put me in another group. They, they, as, a, as an organization, there was no apprehension. There were individuals that, that didn't want to do that, but that was okay because we had other things for them to do. Um, but overwhelmingly, people, people jumped to the challenge. And, and some of my um, takeaways and, and key learnings here is think, think now, I, I know that people are going to cringe when I say this, but think now about the next recession or the next challenge and um, think long term and, and sort of make sure that when you're hiring people, you are hiring recruiters for adaptability, resilience and grit, learning and growth mindset, willingness to roll up their sleeves and get things done, collaborative, ownership, <laughs> hustle, <laughs> um, because these are the recruiters that did really, really well for us. And, and, and they took on every challenge we threw their way. I love it. Learning agility, uh, scrappy, uh, you know, not afraid to do something a little different. I think that's fantastic advice. So we've, um, so we do have a question that has come in. Uh, so I'll, I'll read this to you. So, uh, someone in our, our live studio audience, uh, would love to hear thoughts around programs or initiative to, to encourage retention with little or no budget uh, to throw at this. So just from a resource standpoint, like uh, any recommendations there or thoughts on that topic, Danielle? Yeah, I have a, a probably a, a, a counterintuitive uh, point of view on this. And my point of view on retention and engagement is it's, it's actually very simple. You have to have, the formula that you have to have for that is the jobs have got to be meaningful, impactful, and people have to have opportunity to run the business in the way that they see fit. So no micromanagement. It's got to be interesting. It's got to be challenging. Um, transparency in the organization around how decisions are made. Um, top down and bottoms up discussions and uh, raising of issues, transparent feedback. Empathy, radical empathy, particularly during this time, I think makes for a great working environment. Um, we are focusing a lot more on social engagement and, and, and actually personal engagement than I think we did when we were in the office. Um, I think that is helpful to get to know people personally and really understand understand where they're coming from. And I think that's where that radical empathy helps. 
but I don't think you need to spend a tremendous amount of money to retain. Um, give people opportunities through uh, stretch assignments or mentoring or coaching, um, tap them when new and interesting projects come along. Uh, that goes a very, very long way for, for attention and engagement. For sure. And I think what I'm hearing too underlying this is that this is, it's almost an opportunity sort of underneath this to help evolve the culture a little bit. Yes. Uh, and sort yeah. of grow that, that um, you know, for the, for the organization as a whole, not just within the TA function. Yes, I, I agree. Agree with right. that. It's good stuff. Well, Danielle, as always, it's fun to connect with you, hear what's on your mind and talk about the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for giving us uh, this part of your day. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Just a reminder that next week, October 29th, we're going to connect with none other than Glenn Cathy, the Boolean Black Belt. Uh, for those of you who have been ar around a while, you'll get that reference. But uh, he's currently the head of digital strategy and innovation over at Randstad. And he's actually going to show us how to source for diverse candidates. So this will be a very tactical uh, and screen shared session of expertise and you'll want your sourcing, sourcing or recruiting teams to certainly join us. So until then, we hope we'll see everybody online at www.cxr.works talent talks. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.